Coming at you from about 40 feet above Varel Farms here in Jackson, Tennessee with Johnny Varel talking about his new grain drying system and more importantly, penciling it out. The economics of adding a pretty significant investment, but more importantly, a substantial amount of upgrade in your grain drying capacity. You showed me what you called the green machine, your batch drying system that you used years ago. You upgraded to this when? About four years ago. Okay, so tell me what I'm looking at or what I'm standing on and what they're looking at. And this is a superior mixed flow dryer. Um, we started looking at dryers about five, six years ago. Finally made a decision and the reason we go with a mixed flow dryer is just because it handles the grain, conditions the grain, and it's just really gentle on the grain. The fan's on the bottom, it reclaims the heat very well. And it's just been a good fit for us. All right, so uh, capacity-wise, that's the first question. You did 300 bushels of drying on average. I mean, it probably varies if it's on, on the percentage moisture in the crop. Your old batch drying system was? Yeah, it was uh, just a portable 12-foot grain dryer. 300 bushels an acre on average? Well, 300 bushel an hour. An hour, I'm sorry. Yeah, and so like this one right here, five-point removal is rated at about 38, 3,900 bushel an hour. But you don't do five-point removal. In another video, we talked about your, shall I say, habit or practice of harvesting pretty high-yield moisture corn, high-moisture corn, because you think you get more yield. And your buddy Brian Adams talked about that. So tell me about your practice of harvesting wet corn. Yeah, so where we're located at in West Tennessee, a lot of times, end of August, 1st of September, there's a really good premium for grain, for corn. So we got this dryer here and we're able to go in and start harvesting around 30%. And by doing that, that allows us to get two or three weeks, sometimes more ahead of the, the other people in harvesting so we get a better premium. And this dryer can handle it. You know, wet 30% moisture grain is very hard to have. It's almost like silage, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, this doesn't flow through the combine near as fluidly. I mean, what, yeah. what is it? The, the combine's kind of handle it fine. The combine really doesn't know a difference. You just got to worry about going in the wet bin and making sure you're getting that corn, plenty of air, plenty of circulation. Okay, so getting it through the wet bin, then it goes from the wet bin to here. To the dryer. The silos, or the, sorry, the semis are dumping yep. them, and yep. then it goes from there to here. Sometimes you get clogs. Yeah, you can get clogs. And I mean, it's just because that corn sets up pretty hard when it's that wet. The economics of it, your buddy Brian said that you can absolutely run the numbers on this. So talk about, this is not a cheap piece of equipment. This is a pretty substantial uh, investment. But again, it's also a substantial grain drying thing. You're getting a lot of bushels through here. Yeah. The, the studies that we've seen, and before we bought this dryer, we did several years of replicated studies where we would harvest 25 plus percent moisture and then come back at 15 percent. So that's just 10 point removal. And we were sending, seeing anywhere from a 8 to 12 percent yield gain by doing that. Say it again. 8 to 12 percent yield gain. By? By harvesting at 25 percent versus waiting to 50 hours. And so when you're talking about 200 bushel, you're talking as much as like, you know, 20 more bushels. That's right. At six bucks, $120. That's right. And you're not paying that much to dry that well, wet corn. No, this, this dryer here is really efficient. Uh, 10 point removal is less than eight cents a bushel. So it's just eight cents total. Yes, eight cents total bushel, electricity and gas. Do not count the equipment, just you, the actual. You part. honestly believe that you're getting every a, a bushel taken, a bushel, a percent taken off per bushel for less than a penny per point? Yes. Okay. Correct. When you looked at making this decision, what did you, why did you land on Superior? So I called, we looked at several companies, and, and when I was reaching out to Superior, I liked how their fans were mounted at the bottom. Every, there's no moving pieces that, that you can't reach from the ground itself. Got it. A lot of companies put fans all over the dryer itself. That's just a maintenance issue. Not to mention, you and I just climbed up here these uh, 35 or 40 some odd feet, and uh, I'd hate to be hustling a bunch of buckets of tools up here or let alone a 300 pound motor up yeah you don't want to do that and uh, you know another reason we like superior is the ability to expand so when we put this dryer in we put a dryer in that was a third bigger than we needed and then it didn't take very long we went to a third combine so that took up that but we were already we weren't maxed out we were able to handle that and then this dryer here is just like a lot of them but 
you just take the top off and you just start stacking more dryers. So I don't have to add more motors. Everything's already there. The flame, the burner, everything stays the same. Answer me this. It comes in here, and, and our buddy Brian Adams said, uh, it's not like a batch dryer where it just comes in and gets all hot. You like the idea that the way it comes in here, it moves back and forth. Uh, he had like a Plinko game on pressure. That's right. Yeah. I thought only retired people watch prices, right? But, you know, Brian's younger than us. He proved us wrong. Okay. Anyway, how's it work? So, like the triangles here that you see, there's actually more triangles inside that you don't see. And every time the grain flows over the triangle, it flips it and it inverts it back and forth. So, technically, the corner that comes in on the left side could end up on the right side. And that just keeps you from having any hot spots in that dryer. A lot of a lot of older dryers that are portable dryers, the inside is extremely hot. It could be 180 plus degrees. The outside might just be 120 but there's really not a good way to mix inside those columns. These dryers, that's kind of what their name's built on, mix flow, and it just keeps that thing at a constant, constant consistency with temperature and moisture. Got it. Grain comes in at the top, comes down to the bottom. By the time it gets there, it's dry. That's where we're heading next. We're going to go down to the bottom of this dryer. We're going to talk about where the grain comes out, the temperature it comes out at, and most important, we're going to talk about those motors because Johnny, one of the compelling reasons he bought this particular brand was because where the motor placement is. We're going there next. All right, so Brian, in a previous video, you talked about the efficiency of this. Okay, the burner is up there, the fans are down here. When you get to the top, in the old-fashioned grain dryers, you were blowing a lot of warm air out into the ambient environment. It's wasteful. Tell me about how this works and actually saves some of that. Yep, so this system here, Damien, more or less, I guess the best way to put it, it reclaims or recycles the heat that's in it. Now, of course, the heat has to dissipate at some point out of there, uh, but this is designed to do so in a very efficient manner. It's not losing any of the heat that it's creating. And as it falls down, it's getting progressively cooler and cooler and cooler. And once it gets below the burners and before it makes its way to the belt or the drag system, whatever's carrying it out of here back into the bins, it's going to be at that ambient air temperature. So it really does a good job of holding its heat in and making, I guess, the most the most efficient use of it. Speaking of temperature, the old thing used to be, yeah, you got your grain dried down. It's 100 and some odd degrees. You're putting into a 40 degree bin in October or whatever. Then your grain bin goes through a sweat then you can all start to have some uh, condition issues. Right. So tell me about this. Yeah, so when the grain comes out of this, once it passes the burner, the last, say, 10 foot, it's in the cool down mode. So as soon as the corn goes into the conveyor, it's ambient temperature, or real close to ambient temperature outside. So all of a sudden you're putting in outdoor temperature type of corn into a grain bin that's the same as the outdoor that's temperature. That's exactly right. Haven't had any sweats issues? No. You know, your, how many years for this? This will be the, going in the fifth year. Fifth year of this unit. Um, I think the next thing is talking about the ease of operation because, you know what, hopefully we're making them better but also less complicated. So we're going to move over to the control panel now and give you a look from that angle. All right, here we are at the control panel for this huge uh, grain drying system that Johnny put in, and I guess he's pretty excited about it. It looks easy enough to me. doesn't overwhelm me. I don't know what I'm doing exactly, but there's not a lot of, like, open electronics, so I'm going to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> It's real simple. Everything's here that you need to know. If it's loading grain, it tells you up here. If it's unloading grain, it tells you. It tells you if the wet bin runs out of grain. But the biggest thing is when you start, we just start over here on the left and work our way right. You just start flipping them to on and auto, and they'll start kicking in and the burner lights. And once the burner lights, all the fans are on running, it tells you that. It's got a 510 moisture master over there that I sit there and control the moisture. You just set it on the moisture you want it to be on, and you hit enable, 510. And it's taking off and it running. It might take it a couple hours to get leveled out, but it actually, if the moisture starts coming in three or four points higher, it'll slow down. Or if it starts drying up, it'll speed itself up. So that's the other thing. I mean, do you spot check this? Do you get where the discharge is and pull you a cup and go and run it and say, is it actually, if you're trying to take it down to 15 and a half? Yeah, yeah. 15 and a half, 16, something like that, yeah. Because you, you put it in a bin at 16, you can still knock it down right. with some air? That's right. 
And so we check it through, you know, throughout that first day, we'll check it several times. But after we get everything calibrated and set, really, you just turn it on and walk away. Never had an issue? No, you don't have an issue. All right, efficiency again. Is this part of why it's efficient? Why is this more efficient than the systems of 20 years ago? Well, the reason this thing is so efficient is, is just because of the the technology that's in what's coming in and going out of that dryer. Yeah. So, you know, basically, it's just simple switches that are running the dryer itself. But the brains behind it is that moisture master. And like I said, you set it up and you have it calibrated. It's coming out pretty much spot on all day long. And, and taking out those inconsistencies, you know, on our, our type farming operations, we might have a 30, 40 acre hill that's 20%. We may fall off in a bottom on the backside of that hill and it could be 30%. Right. This dryer can handle that. Yeah, you're bringing, you're bringing in some mixed, you're bringing some mixed, uh, yeah. mixed bag of moisture. And it works great with the superior dryer because of the mix flow and how it constantly mixes. And so you might be over drying it sometimes, but when it gets done mixing it together, it usually comes out pretty much. You've made a consistent product. All right, answer the, the skeptical farmer out there that's saying, yeah, you know what? I don't harvest 30% moisture corn. I'm in a different part of the world. There's no reason for me to do that. I don't get some big basis premium. Uh, and also, I think Johnny's just spent a whole bunch of money on a big fancy system that I'll never need because it's probably just cost him a whole bunch of money. You'll bring me back to the efficiency. Yeah, so it just helps us out from the, the combine efficiency, getting the crop out in a timely fashion, and hopefully have without having any type of yield loss from windstorms because yeah. we can control that with a with a product like this. Because you can get in the field sooner before That's remnants right. of a hurricane come yeah. in in October. Those stalks are healthy, growing. You know, everything's still green and healthy. That's the easiest time to show that. Call. Our man, your man, Brian Adams, gave us a number, and it was $50.88, but I'm not sure exactly what it equates to in a previous video. How do I make $50.88 net based on doing this? Well, you know, what we've been seeing is anywhere from 8 to 12% yield increase. So in a 200-bushel environment, I mean, you talked about that earlier, you know, you're getting close to 20 bushel. Yep. $6 corn, that's 120 bucks. It doesn't take, you know— It doesn't take $120 yeah, to yeah. dry down that it much. It takes $20 to dry it down. Yeah. You're still pocketing 100 bucks. Yeah. We had it figured in when we did that that year. We built the Excel program. They figured in the dryer costs, the machine costs, everything running it. And so it's still a big net return on your— event. Net, net, net. After everything, it was 51 bucks, including advertising the— Great ROI. I, his name is Johnny Burrell. My name is Damian Mason. We're talking to you about his superior grain drying system he put in. He's been running it now for long enough years. It's been quite a trial, obviously, in, the, in our first month. You got it here. Uh, and you know what? You can share this with somebody that's considering whether they need to upgrade and update their grain drying system. Lots of capacity here, lots of stuff to learn. That's what we do at Extreme Ag. Extreme Ag is all about giving you information, mistakes that we have made, uh, trials that we are pulling off so that you can up your farming game. Share this with somebody that can benefit from it. ExtremeAg.farm, literally hundreds and hundreds of videos just like this, podcasts that we produce all for you to learn and benefit from. Till next time, Johnny Burrell, Damian Mason, ExtremeAg.farm.